to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. Today is Friday, February 25th, 2022, and for this week's episode, I'm going to talk about a couple of backlist titles I love related to the week's new releases. So hello! It's time for another backlist episode to lead you into what will hopefully be a relaxing weekend where you get to read lots of books. One of my goals this year was to read more backlist, and so far I have not been very successful with that. Uh, I'm going to keep trying, but I haven't read a lot, although there are so many amazing books that I already have read that, you know, as soon as a year goes by, they turn into backlist. It's like magic, and I have all these great books to talk about, and I'm going to talk about a couple of them today. Before I do that, I want to remind you, time is running out. Don't forget to check out our new line of bookish Wordle-inspired merchandise. We have mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, and more. It's a temporary campaign, so order your items now before they sell out or go away. Go to bookriot.com merch to check it out. And before I tell you about today's books, we are going to hear from a sponsor. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Okay, so my first pick is based on this amazing novel that uh, has been 10 years in the making. This week, The Swimmers by Julia Atsuka came out. It's a gorgeous, very slim, almost perfect novel. And she wrote two other books over the last 20 years. And her, her debut was called When the Emperor Was Divine. And I want to talk about that one today, which is even shorter than The Swimmers, but just perfect and made such a huge impact when it came out. Uh, it's the story of a Japanese-American family forced from their home in Berkeley and sent to live in a Japanese internment camp for three years during World War II. Like I said, it's very short, so... Uh, you know, you get the idea of what it's about. Uh, it each It's five chapters, and each is told from a different point of view. It's a novella, really. I still don't understand why sometimes books that are 200 pages are called novels, but sometimes they're called novellas. I really should look into that. But this is definitely more of a novella. It's like 145 pages. And it's just this beautiful, heartbreaking story of an often overlooked part of history uh, told from this point of view uh, from the people that experienced, you know, losing their homes and being forced into these camps. And, and this came out in 2020. No. Yeah. 2002. So 2002, if I can say that correctly. <laughs> so 9-11, it just happened. Racism and hate crimes, you know, had risen in the country. And it was kind of a reminder that we'd been there with this before, you know, that this country had, had turned on people. It's just amazing. Otsuka has such a lyrical 
terse writing style. She writes like one book every 10 years. And I imagine it's because she just sits there trying to like pick the absolute perfect words because she uses them so sparsely. It's just amazing. I do want to give content warnings for racism, racialized language, violence, and death. This is When the Emperor Was Divine by Julie Atsuka. Also out this week, in a completely different direction, is The Midnight Ride by Ben Mesrick, which is the sort of Da Vinci Code, wild adventure, conspiracy theory, uh, but it's about the Founding Fathers and Paul Revere instead of, you know, over in Italy. It was just the escapism that I needed. And Ben Mesrick is a very prolific author. He has written so many books, like many more than I even realized when I was looking up his work for this show. But my favorite is still uh, Bringing Down the House, which was his first nonfiction. Uh, It's the inside story of six MIT students who took Vegas for millions. And it was made into a movie called 21 a few years after it came out. Mesrick is also the author of The Accidental Billionaires, which was turned into Social Network. Uh, He's also the author of Sex on the Moon, about the guy that stole moon rocks. Uh, He's also written books about woolly mammoths, Russian mobsters... And he's also done fiction. Uh, Most importantly to me, he's done some X-Files tie-in stuff, which is really exciting. Um, But, you know, this book is just, I can't imagine, like, you know, the smarts that you need to, like, keep track of cards and count cards. And, you know, these six MIT students realized they were all really good at it and decided to go take Vegas for all they could before they got caught. And it went on for quite a while. They made a lot of money. And counting cards, I don't know if it's illegal. I don't think it's illegal still. It's just that, like, if you get caught doing it, they you get banned from, you know, the casino. It's just, it's really fun. And, and lots of his stuff is, is really fun. Uh, so I highly recommend checking him out if you like fun nonfiction. This one is Bringing Down the House, the Inside Story of Six MIT Students Who Took Vegas for Millions by Ben Mesrick. Now, this week for Dealer's Choice... I want to talk about a book that's coming out in July, which is very much in my wheelhouse, uh, in my, you know, this is an epic nerd pro. I was very excited to get my hands on it. It is Slaying the Dragon, A Secret History of Dungeons and Dragons by Ben Riggs. This is a look at TSR, the company that was started in Michigan by Gary Gygax, who, along with Dave Arneson, started Dungeons and Dragons, which... Most everyone knows what Dungeons and Dragons is. It's a role-playing game, you know, tabletop, there's dice, you know, you get a book, there's a dungeon master, uh, and you use a lot of your imagination. And the the game was a huge hit when it came out, like huge. And from the very start, despite the fact that they had a huge audience that was interested in it, the management of TSR made wrong decision after wrong decision. Like basically, in reading this, they made all the wrong decisions that they could possibly have made. And it's very much a book about the company and a blow-by-blow of what happened to the company. We see all of these people that work there, um, but we don't get too far into their lives or, or what happens. You know, There was such high turnover in the company, including um, Dave Arneson and Gary Gygax. They got pushed out at different points. And it's just like they had no idea what they were doing, the people that were you know, in in positions of power and management and the people who were making it all work, the artists and the writers, you know, were not getting paid very well. So there was very high turnover there. Um, And it was it was really fascinating. I had no idea that so many famous artists and writers had gotten their start there, like Ari Salvatore, Margaret Weiss, Brahm, that just tons of tons and tons of talent. And then, of course, there was, like, the satanic panic in the early 1980s where people decided that, 
you know, Dungeons and Dragons must be, you know, about the devil because there are, there's magic and there's monsters and all this stuff. And, and even Tom Hanks, one of his first roles uh, was in a movie called Mazes and Monsters, which was a ripoff of Dungeons and Dragons in which he plays a guy, a uh, young kid who plays Dungeons and, Dra- Dungeons and Dragons like game and eventually goes mad because it's all very, very bad. And, and it's so interesting, the, the stuff that happened. You know, and then there's like an excess of wealth and like mansions in California and things just just never really they never really go well for them. Um, And then when Magic the Gathering comes out in 1995, I think it was or 96, I think like maybe even earlier than that, uh, it basically meant the end of TSR and Dungeons and Dragons uh, until they were eventually bought out by uh, the company that ran Magic the Gathering. It's, like I said, super nerdy, you know, if you're into role-playing games or any kind of games, computer games, it's very interesting to see, like, where this all went and and how, you know, like, like, I'm always confused and astounded by how the people that create things can be cut from them, you know, and, like, pushed out of them. And, you know, if you like nerdy computer games and reading about history like that, um, it's definitely very interesting. The, The three most contentious... I would say people in the book, two of them have passed away and one refused to give an interview. So uh, there's not a lot from their side. And Riggs is most definitely, you know, a self-described fanboy of Dungeons and Dragons. So there's a lot of exclamation points for a nonfiction book. But I thought it was really fun. So that is Slaying the Dragon, A Secret History of Dungeons and Dragons by Ben Riggs. That comes out in July and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I did. And now I'm going to go play World of Warcraft uh, as soon as I finish up here. So yes, that's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you to our sponsor. Thank you to our awesome audio editor, Jen Zink. You can find a list of all the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday to tell you about the week's great new releases. And for more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen, or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. Have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. Happy reading.